Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, an outreach of Greater Works Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. If you like what you hear, visit us at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and you'll get to our merchandise. Now, get ready for a huge dose of truth and a huge dose of common sense. Racism sucks. Ladies and gentlemen, what is this world coming to? I think uh, a good portion, a good part of our population has gone stock raving mod. Hello, it's me again, the hostestest with the mostestestest. <laughs> this is me, Robert Enos, of uh, Table Flippers Podcast, International Worldwide Esquire Esteemed. Uh, yeah, I made most of that up. This is the Table Flippers Podcast. And today we're going to talk about, of all things, we're going to talk about Chick-fil-A. I know, ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard is, please do not touch my Chick-fil-A. I'm running out of places to to, uh, go shop and spend my money and support not Chick-fil-A. Well, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. We're going to talk about Chick-fil-A mainly because, well, we really need to. In my last episode, we talk about, let's see, Budweiser again and the continuing saga of Budweiser, Bud Light. We, we spoke about Target with the Tuck Your Junk bathing suits, women's bathing suits designed specifically for men. And we also talked about the L.A. Dodgers. Yes, the L.A. Dodgers. If I were to say I had a favorite baseball team, it would have been, would have been, the L.A. Dodgers, even though I haven't watched baseball in so many years. When I say so many years, I mean literally just as a young man. Um, but I would say that they would have been my favorite team, mainly because I have always lived in the L.A. area. And back when I was a little kid, I really loved the L.A. Dodgers of that era and that time. I never really followed them over the years for a lot of reasons. And um, so the news of them hosting and honoring, not just hosting, but honoring uh, the LGBT nonsense and garbage perversion, but especially with a group called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And that's an um, anti-Christian, anti-Catholic, anti-Christ drag group. They dress up very strange, not just as nuns, they, they they wear the nun garbs, but very sexually provocative. They dance around and, and they uh, mock Jesus. They mock the crucifixion. They mock everything that's normal and acceptable in our world and society. And uh, they're going to be at the L.A. Dodgers. So, ladies and gentlemen, come over to the Dodger Stadium and get a full dose of sexual perversion and wickedness. And who knows, you might just go home with a free spirit or two. And I'm not talking about Holy Spirit. Anyway, so that was my last episode. And today I want to talk about Chick-fil-A because, ladies and gentlemen, this is one that I've been hearing more and more about. And I haven't really wanted to jump in and talk too much about Chick-fil-A for a number of reasons. Okay, for a number of reasons. Not just because I like their chicken sandwiches. I do. But honestly, uh, it's... You know, I'm not gonna lie. I, I like their chicken sandwiches, but at the same time, I can do without them. To be quite frank with you, I can just do without them. Uh, it, it, they're not so over the top great that it's like I can't live without my Chick Fil A. And honestly, if you're at that place, 
you need to um, you really need to check yourself on anything because you know um, I'm not a beer drinker, uh, but if I was, I certainly could do without my Bud Light. Um, I don't really shop. I haven't really shopped at Target. I'm not a, ever been a Target kind of guy. But if I was, you know, I can go to Walmart or somewhere else. Uh, my point being is we as a people need to learn how to stop being so tied to certain products and companies and corporations that do not share our values. Now, please don't misunderstand me. It doesn't mean that every corporation has to agree with me 100% on everything. But there's certain lines that should never be crossed. So when... A corporation such as uh, Budweiser, Target, uh, you know, or a sports team, the LA Dodgers, or now Chick-fil-A, crosses certain lines. Hey, my, I myself am, am willing to say, I'm not going there. I'm not giving them my money. I'm not going to support that foolishness and that wickedness. And honestly, you know, this, you know, nobody should. There's just certain lines that should not be crossed. And this wickedness, that this woke wickedness that these corporations are buying into, well, we need to stop supporting these companies. And by the way, I told you on my last podcast about an app. Let me see if I can bring it up on my phone just so I could see it real quick again. Because I was just triggered, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, even I get triggered. My memory was actually triggered. And there's this app called Public Square, uh, and you can get it on your iPhone. Um, I'm sure it's on Android and all that. But Public Square, and it's spelled public, S-Q, and you can, again, get it in your app store. And basically what this is, when you open it up, when you sign up and you open it up, it, by the way, it's free, it asks, you know, where you're at. So you put in your zip code or where you where you want to search from, and it basically tells you um, the non-woke more patriotic, just come, I'm going to call it common sense, more common sense companies that you can go shop at and give them your money to. And I'm looking at it right now. And basically what it is, you know, I open it up and at the very bottom, it says featured near me online. And then of course the account button at the very top, it says search for a business. So if you want to go to the near me and then it gives you uh, a place, you know, like it brings up a map and I can type in, you know, or put in what I want to look at, where I'm at or where I'm going. You know, if I'm going to travel somewhere and I, I want to, hey, I want coffee, but I don't want to give it to some woke coffee company. Well, then I'll look in there and it'll send me to a coffee uh, um, place uh, that's not woke that I could support. And um, and so uh, back to featured. So anyways, uh you, you could type that in, and it's really cool in that sense. Now, for me here in my own hometown, I haven't really had to use this for one reason, because we know of all the companies and such, for the most part, uh, that um, are not woke, that are very patriotic, that deserve my dollars. And we go there, and we go to those places. All right, but when I'm on on the, on the road and everything, yeah, if I'm going into a place I'm not familiar with, I want to know where can I shop? Who gets my money? Who gets my money? Is people who are going to share at least the val my same values? You know, we don't have to agree upon absolutely everything, but our value system should be about the same. So please, ladies and gentlemen, what we need to do is is stop giving our hard-earned dollars to people that are against us and against our 
values. Like if, if you're religious at all, especially Catholic or Christian, any denomination or any sect of Christianity, you should never go to Dodger Stadium again until they issue an apology. And not just an apology like, oh yeah, we're sorry, we, maybe we shouldn't have done that. No, that kind of apology we should never accept again until we can see clearly they can issue an apology with an amendment to their policies, you know, their, if you will, constitution that says they will never, ever, ever, ever do anything to go against our religion, our religious beliefs, and more importantly, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, so we need to start holding these companies accountable. And saying something we've learned isn't enough, but just taking our dollars somewhere else. Like you say, well, I love the Dodgers. Where am I else? Am I going to go see some good baseball? I don't know. Go to Anaheim Stadium. Go watch the Angels. You got a new team now, ladies and gentlemen, for you Southern California, you have a new team. And are, are the Angels still in Southern California? See, I don't even know because I don't even really watch football or baseball anymore because of all the political nonsense that the, has been woven into it, you know, all the taking of the knee and now all this wokeism. It's just, it's, it's words that I choose not to use. Let's just leave it at that. So again, back to this Chick-fil-A fiasco. Um, and, and again, for me, it's heartbreaking not because of the chicken sandwiches. I could do without their chicken sandwiches. As a matter of fact, I'll go to In-N-Out. You know what? I think very soon I'm going to do a, a episode on In-N-Out because they are a solid Christian company and they have stood up against all this wokeism and they've taken the hits, severe hits, and they still stand strong. Can't say the same for the owners of Chick-fil-A, um, Coward Filet, you know, uh, but In-N-Out, has stood strong. So you know what I'm going to be doing? Eating a lot more in and out and no Chick-fil-A. All right. So anyways, this really got me going when Charlie Kirk brought this up. You guys, I think most of you know who Charlie Kirk is. If you don't, look him up, Charlie Kirk. He is the founder, CEO of Turning Point USA, and he is the host of the Charlie Kirk Show. And And he started out by going on to college campuses when he was younger, going on to co- college campuses and discussing on college campuses conservative ideas and ideals and and thoughts among uh, all these young liberals on these college campuses so he really you know took a big um chance with his own life because these people are nuts but he did it and it turned into from something of just going down setting up like a table and a and an easy up for shade and talking to people about conservative ideas and values to now a large, uh, I guess you can call it an organization, Turning Point USA with various branches and, and, um, and, and such under the Turning Point umbrella, doing a fantastic job of teaching and training people, not just young people now, but people all over the place. As a matter of fact, uh, last week, my wife and I, <clears throat> And a couple of pastor friends, we were in Nashville, Tennessee at the Turning Point USA Pastors Summit that was geared just at educating pastors. It was fantastic. It was phenomenal. It was top notch. So any pastors out there, please go to Turning Point USA. I believe it's .com, I want to say. But anyways, you can just put TPUSA in search engine and it'll take you there. And find the Pastor Summit, because there's another one coming up in September of this year, 2023, and go to it. It doesn't even matter if you disagree. Go to it. 
be there, hear what is being said. You don't have to walk away with agreement, but you will walk away educated. Anyways, um, back to this. So Charlie Kirk started talking about how Chick-fil-A has gone woke. As a matter of fact, right now I'm looking at Charlie Kirk's Twitter. um, What do they call it? Twitter account, Twitter feed, whatever. Uh, I'm not much of a tweeter, Twitter. But, uh, and on there somewhere, let me try to find it. Oh, here, here it is. This was, he put this out yesterday, May 30th. Chick-fil-A goes woke, commits to diversity, equity, and inclusion agenda. There's a picture of, um, oh, what's his name? Daniel Truitt Cathy, who is the chairman, president, and CEO, CEO of Chick-fil-A. And it says this. Now, there's a picture of him, and this is kind of like a little, maybe taken right from the Chick-fil-A website. Let me see if I can blow this up so I can actually read it. Um, Oh, man. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I clicked on something. It took me to a whole nother page that I didn't really want to go to because I'm talking to you about this. But it says, better at together. Better at together? Is that proper English, ladies and gentlemen? Anyways, it says, uh, we are better together. One of our core values at Chick-fil-A means when we combine our unique backgrounds and experiences with a culture of belonging, we can strengthen the quality of care we deliver. Chick-fil-A Inc. or Incorporated, uh, commitment to being better at together means embedding diversity, equity, and inclusion in everything we do. Um, now, that might just sound like, oh, well, that's really good. We want that, don't we? We want that. It sounds so sweet, ladies and gentlemen, and I do understand this, and I do know this. If I was just to read this myself, just right there, without knowing anything else, I would probably go, huh, and and go on to something else and not think anything of it. But I do know, not great detail, but I know enough about the whole uh, diversity, equity, inclusion agenda because it's not just a training. It's an actual agenda, ladies and gentlemen, that was br- brought in. It's anti-God, it's anti-Christ, it's anti-American, and it's everything other than what it actually says. This isn't about diversity. Well, let me let me say it like this. This isn't about true equity or um, inclusion, and I'll explain to you why in just a moment. But anyways, let me go on. So Charlie Kirk has this on his Twitter feed, <clears throat> and it goes on to say, and this is uh, what his little clip here says, Chick-fil-A goes woke, commits to diversity, equity, inclusion uh, agenda. Chick-fil-A Inc. committed to, oh, and it just basically says what I just told you it says. So he just brings this out. He didn't go too deep into it, at least on his Twitter account. Doesn't go too deep into it, but he says this. And I remember yesterday, somebody sent me a little uh, um, a link to a clip from Benny Johnson who talks about... Um, Daniel Truett Cathy and his wokeism. And it was so disturbing. It was just so absolutely disturbing. I think I'm going to probably fill you in on some of that in just a moment. But I want to talk to you about this. So Daniel uh, Daniel Truett Cathy, the chairman, president, CEO of uh, Chick-fil-A, he uh, is, you know, um, going, well, he goes woke. He's woke, all right? And he commits to this diversity, equity, and inclusion agenda. Now, I looked this up, okay, because I wanted to understand not just what the whole agenda is about, but I wanted to know exactly what diversity, what equity, and 
and inclusion, those three words actually mean. So we can get down to the core of really what's going on here. And it is an actually, not those three words, of course, those are wonderful words. But that whole agenda is absolutely wicked. And the agenda is actually opposite of really what these words mean. And let me explain to you why I am saying that. So the word diversity means a variety. All right. So let's say um, you go to a health and nutritionist expert. You say, how can I get healthy? Well, you need to eat a variety of fruits and vegetables. That means different ones. Don't just eat only oranges. Don't eat only spinach. That's not being diverse in your health and uh, in your, your nutrition, in your diet. You need a variety, different ones. So diversity should, you know, it, it has the picture of, you know, um, white people, black people, Asian, Hispanic, Latinos, you know, and all of all the different array of peoples working together, coming together and working together for a common goal, for a common good, getting along and having a nice time doing it. That's the image that they portray. Equity. <clears throat> I thought this was kind of interesting. Equity literally means freedom from bias or favoritism. Freedom from bias or favoritism. Okay, so we have this diversity, equity, and inclusion agenda pushed upon us, especially on these corporations. And part of that, at least one third of that whole idea or ideal is supposed to be freedom from bias or favoritism. Now, I'm assuming, ladies and gentlemen, I'm assuming that when it's talking about race, color, creed, religion, whatever, in a corporation, what I'm assuming that that means is you cannot have a bias or favoritism towards one group. It has to be uh, equal so that, you know, if, if uh, like with this guy, um, Daniel Truitt Cathy of Chick-fil-A, if he's going to really embrace this, he can't go after just people that look like him. He claims to be a Christian, Southern Baptist, from what I read just a few moments ago. He's a white, um, somewhat elderly, he's not extremely old, but somewhat elderly Southern Baptist. So he cannot, if he's going to buy into this, he cannot show favoritism towards other white Christians and, and employ only them, all right? He has, to, he has to be free from that bias and that kind of favoritism. And he has to, well, he has to hire and work with Muslims and Hindus and uh, black people and Asians and Hispanics, all right? Because he's part, he's pushing this and bought into this DEI, that's short for diversity, equity, and inclusion um, agenda. He's bought into it. So he has to tear down all those walls that would otherwise separate them or show some type of favoritism towards one group over the other. Now, again, this sounds good in many ways, all right? Sounds Pretty good in many ways. Let me get to this. We have one more. Inclusion. D-E-I. Inclusion. And this literally means the act of including. So, again, I'm assuming that in this agenda or this training or this ideology, you have to have the act. You have to work at including everyone, especially people that don't look or sound like you. Or in this case, Daniel Truett Cathy. And it also means the state of being included. 
All right, so it works on both ends. The one who does the including and then the one that's being included. So if you're, say, some, again, and I'm only using this because of who this is. Again, Daniel Truett Cathy is an older white Christian. So let's say some young um, um, uh, black Muslim comes in there, right? He wants to be included because he's looking for a job. And Daniel Truett Cathy wants to include him so that he passes the test of the DEI, um, what do you want to call it, police? You know, the, the, the <laughs> I almost said fact checkers, but they don't always check the facts. They check their feelings. So anyways, the DEI police, you know, the border patrol agents of the DEI, he needs to win them over and say, see, 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 look at me. Okay. And this all, again, sounds good on paper um, in, in, in a lot of ways, but, but it's so underhanded in so many ways because it does not produce what it claims to produce. The training, the agenda, all of that. It's supposed to produce diversity, equity, and inclusion. But what this agenda... Now, ladies and gentlemen, you have to please do some research on this. Please do some research on this. But what the DEI training, the ideology, the curriculum, the format, the agenda, what it does, listen, is it does two things. It teaches non-whites to hate white people, and it teaches white people to hate themselves. And if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, there is a clip going around, and this took place a few years ago, actually, but there's a clip going around of... Daniel Truett Cathy uh, on stage with a couple of gentlemen. One of them happened to be black. I didn't even pay attention to the other person only because I was. Uh, most of the clip is focused on Cathy and what he's doing, what he's saying, and he's talking about uh, um, all of this stuff. And he he actually has a brush in his hand, like a shoe shine brush, a big shoe shine brush. And he talks about how he's going to go. How he bought, I think he said, fifteen hundred of these shoe shine. Um, brushes and put them in kits and sent them to all of his top, you know, our fifteen hundred top leaders in the corporation and, and with the with the mandate to go out and when you see somebody who needs their shoes shined, go shine their shoes. And as he and he as he was talking about all this, he gets up, he walks across the stage to this black gentleman that's sitting down and starts shining his shoes. Now, before anybody says, well, what's wrong with that? Are you so racist that a white man can't shine a black man's shoes? No, that has nothing to do with it. When I saw this, I honestly, th this is the way I felt. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you've seen that clip or you're going to look at this clip, I'm not trying to tell you how you should feel or shouldn't feel. This is how I felt. I felt um, somewhat embarrassed for the, the black gentleman that was sitting there because I felt that this was extremely patronizing and condescending to this black gentleman that here's this again this a little bit older white gentleman walks over and starts shining the shoes of this black gentleman and does chooses him simply because of the color of the skin and to show the world that he is a better person now i'm not saying he claimed to be a better person than the black gentleman whose shoes he was shining but that he himself just within himself and because of himself is a better person because he can walk over there and shine the shoes of somebody that doesn't quite look like him and in my opinion it made me feel like he had this superiority complex and was patronizing this young black man and and did it in 
in my opinion, a condescending way. Now, whether that was in his heart or not, I can't judge what was in his heart. I'm just telling you the sense that I got from his actions, okay? So to me, it was all a stunt. It was fake. It was patronizing. It was condescending. And I literally, these words came out of my mouth as I'm just watching this. What's this fool doing? Is he saying that this gentleman can't shine his own shoes? Like when you, because he says this, when you find somebody who needs their shoes shined, go shine their shoes. And he gets up and he goes shines this black gentleman's shoes. So you're saying this guy needed his shoes shined. Like what? He's too stupid to figure that out himself. I mean, that's what's coming out of my mouth because I was frustrated at this because it felt fake. It felt condescending. It felt patronizing. It was a stunt in my opinion. As a matter of fact, as I was thinking about it later, I was was just kind of mulling it over in my mind. I said, this guy, you know, Daniel Truett Cathy would make a great politician, but a Democrat politician. Because remember when the Democrats, a bunch of liberal Democrats, uh, there was Biden, there was Nancy Pelosi and a bunch of them like that. They they were wearing the scarves and the different things with the uh, um, traditional African colors and patterns on them. And they took a knee. This was back in the... I think it was still during the, you know, the so-called pandemic, plandemic, because if I remember correctly, they had masks on. And they're taking a knee in solidarity with, uh, with the black people of America. And a lot of um, black people got really, really, really upset at that, saying, who do they think they are? They're, they're, they're one, they're condescending or patronizing. This is fake. This is a stunt. They don't really care about us. And they're using our colors, our fabrics to do this. A lot of people got really upset. I got really upset because I've been to Africa many, many times. And uh, I've been around those people. I've been around Africans. I've been around real Africans. I see it and I see their dignity and, and their respect and their honor. I see who they are as a people. I walk with them. I eat with them. I've been with them. And then you see all these Democrats and now Daniel Truett Cathy coming up and patronizing them simply because of the color of their skin, in a condescending way, like I'm better than you because I'm shining your shoes. Hey, look at me. I'm shining your shoes. <laughs> it was a disgusting, perverted display and a stunt that in my opinion was all fake. All fake. And now they're trying to say, and this is what the guy says. Where is it? I got to find this quote. I got to find this quote. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is, uh, I don't know if you say this is too good or just too bad. This dude, uh, Kathy... Uh, what's his name? Daniel Truett Cathy on that platform when he's shining this young man's shoes sits back and he was talking about how he says uh, all whites should get on their knees and shine black people's shoes with a sense of shame and a sense of embarrassment. So white people, you and I, we are supposed to feel a sense of shame and a sense of embarrassment. Now, I was reading up on this uh, Daniel Cathy, or not, sorry, Daniel Truett Cathy. And in many articles, in many areas, it says he is a devout Christian. He is a devout Christian. He even quotes scripture a little bit here and there and says he's, he's honoring God. That does not honor God. Shame, sense of shame and a sense of embarrassment does not honor God when you have nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed of. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let, let, let me explain to you what I mean. Right now in our country, this whole DEI uh, um, push, this agenda is to, to, among other things, is to make white people feel ashamed and embarrassed uh, about 
such things as slavery, Jim Crow, all that. basically all the things that the Democrats pushed in this nation. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats were responsible uh, for slavery, fighting for slaves and slavery during the Civil War. It wasn't the Republicans. They fought against that. It was the Democrats that founded the Ku Klux Klan, the KKK, that lynched Republicans, most of them black. All right. It was the Democrats that fought all of this stuff. Now they're pushing this nonsense. Why? Not because they care. Not because they care about black people. Not because they care about righting the wrongs of the past. But it's further division that they want. Now they're after this to, to destroy uh, um, what is normal and right in this country. One, not the only way, but one of the ways is making you and me, white people, ashamed of who we are just because of the color of our skin. So it's racist at its core already because of that. When you have any kind of agenda, training, or whatever you want to call it, that elevates one race over another for whatever reason, it's called racism. It's racist. All right? And this, this Daniel Truett Cathy is jumping into it. This older white guy is now telling us other white people that we should feel shame and embarrassed because of what happened in America before you and I were even born or even here. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I am sorry. Well, no, I'm being facetious. I'm not sorry. I do not feel ashamed or embarrassed for something I did not do. I, don't get me wrong, I don't like what happened in America in, in some of our history. Some of the things that went on in our history, I think, are totally dark and evil and wicked. Just like I see this as dark, evil, and wicked. I see this as a new form of slavery, and that's what it is. It's more of a mental and emotional slavery, but nonetheless, it's still slavery. They're, they're trying to bind up the hearts and the minds of Americans. And it's not just whites. It's all of us that are not them. Who's them? The people that who they feel they are at the top because they're billionaires, because they're maybe they think they're smarter than we are. They're the politicians. They're the media types, whatever. It's a us against them mentality in their minds. So let's create all of these different things that put us in these little camps into bondage. Slavery is alive and well in America, ladies and gentlemen, and it's coming mostly through still the Democrat party with their liberalism and their woke ideas and agendas. Separate them. Listen, put yourself for just a moment pre-Civil War, <clears throat> all right, pre-Civil War when slavery was still legal. And what was going on back then? There was a division. The white people were literally, um, you know, they were taught and told and educated that they are superior, okay, than then the, the darker-skinned man. And the darker-skinned man deserved, and it was good for them to be uh, slaves and work hard and produce things so that the white people can live in luxury, okay? But it was really about, uh, among other things, don't get me wrong, the whole idea of slavery is evil and wicked all the way around, but it was about dividing them because of color of skin, socioeconomics, uh, even education, because remember, back then, the, the blacks in America weren't really allowed to have too much of an education, but the whites were. So it was all of these divisions. What is the DEI all about? Further division. Now, Daniel Truett-Cathy jumps on board and says, oh, and by the way, all of us white people, we should be feeling shame and embarrassment 
for our past. Who's past? I never did any of that. I don't know anybody that's ever done any of that. Um, I'm just your, you know, middle class, average American. The color of my skin is absolutely irrelevant. And the people that I know and the people that I work with um, don't share my skin color always. And guess what? We get along, we work together, we move forward, we do our best to raise our families, to do the work that we have been given to do. And um, we're not at each other's throat. We don't want to be at each other's throat. We don't want all this nonsense, you know? So anyways, so Daniel, Truett, Kathy, I I hate to say it like this, brother, but you're a chump. You're a chump. And all of these DEI people, these liberals, they see you as a chump. You're just a chump, man. You got sucked up into this and you don't even know what you got sucked up into. Why? Dollar signs? Let's see how far this goes to put more money in your pocket. Anyways, so again, what is this DEI? Really? It's... It's anti-white bigotry and racism. That's what the the diversity, equity, inclusion, agenda, training, all of that. It's anti-white bigotry and racism. Now, those of you who have a darker hue than mine, darker skin color, some of you might be thinking, well, it's about time. We've been treated bad, so let's treat them bad for a while. Okay, uh, you know, if that's where you're at, whatever, fine. But let me just remind you of something. This is just a reminder. If it can be done to us, if the tables can be turned and flipped from you to us, it can certainly be flipped back to you. I want you to keep that in mind. When the, as they would say, the powers that be got what they want from flipping the agenda as it is right now and now becoming anti-white, they could easily flip it again to become anti-black. And the same could be said for anti-Asian, anti-Hispanic, Latino, anti-anything. Instead of allowing them, them, the Daniel Truett Cathy's of the world, the media types, the politicians, to put us in these little camps, the white camp, the black camp, the Hispanic Latino camp, the Asian camp, the intelligent camp, the not-so-intelligent camp. Instead of allowing them to divide us all up into these little camps. We should break out of this and say enough is enough. I'm not supporting that. I'm not part of that. I'm not a white American. I'm not a black American. I'm not a Hispanic American. I'm an American. Because America doesn't look white. America doesn't look black. America doesn't look brown. America doesn't look, and I don't know where they got this, but yellow. America is already diverse. America is already has a variety. And true America already has equity. And true America already has true inclusion. Not based on the DEI agenda, but just based upon decent people living a decent life. Okay? That's what it is. That's what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, that's just what it is. And so guys like uh, Daniel Truett, Kathy are playing into this nonsense and he's become a chump. He's become a puppet. He's become a puppet for the woke agenda. That's all he is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. Maybe you really love Chick-fil-A sandwiches and you're holding your ears going, ah, la, 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 I can't hear you, but you need to hear me. Chick-fil-A as a corporation, as a company, and the CEO of Chick-fil-A, Daniel Truett, Kathy, are chumps and puppets for the whole woke agenda. And it's only, it's not getting better, it's getting worse, okay? Now, where was I? So I, I looked up some things. I went, let's see, where is this? I went and looked, oh, here it is. <clears throat> I have so many little tabs here, I have to find the right one. But I just put in uh, the my search engine, 
I try my best not to use Google, so I don't know if this is any better, but it's Microsoft Bing instead of Google. And I just put DEI failures. And I didn't really have time to read, of course, all of them. But let me just read some of the headlines. And this is from Harvard Business Review. The failure of the DEI industrial complex. And now this one is the from the BBC. Why ineffective diversity training won't go away. This is from a place called medium.com. The failures of DEI. This is from NPR. NPR.org. Big companies are finding out they need help with diversity messaging. This is from Forbes. Why diversity and inclusion efforts fail to deliver. Another one from Forbes. Top four reasons diversity and inclusion programs fail. CNN, of all people. I mean, they're behind the old woke movement big time. But CNN put this out. Why workplace diversity efforts are failing. Um, Diversityjournal.com. Why diversity, equity, and inclusion struggle in corporate America. So that's just a few. That's just a few, but the whole page, um, the whole page, the whole front page, and you have to go to number two, of course, says this is the same headlines, same type of headlines from all these different groups showing over and over the failure, 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 failure of the DEI training and agenda. It's failing, ladies and gentlemen. So why do they keep trying it? For the same reason, these so-called um, liberal groups, politicians, companies, and all that are trying to end racism by pushing agendas that push racism. It's it's the craziest thing, ladies and gentlemen. You say, well, no, 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 no. At least they're trying. At least they're trying. But let me, let me see if I can. Here's an article. All right, here's an article. Those of you who've been following any of this on any level <clears throat> understand that our colleges and universities are going really woke with the whole DEI nonsense uh, and big time and they're pushing this crazy all right on our college campuses they're teaching our um, college students our kids our kids that if they're white they're the bad guy automatically because of the color of their skin and if they are not white they're a little bit darker than white um well white people are the, are the problem and they they are they've created all the problems in darker people's life. So blame white people. And white people, blame yourselves. And to go with what Daniel Truett Cathy said, oh, and if you're white, you should feel shamed and embarrassed, humiliated. You should, be, you know, bow down. And I remember there was that movement not too long ago, just a few years ago, where all these white people were bowing down at the feet, literally licking the boots of people that were a little darker hue than they were. What a disgusting display. It really is mind-boggling. It really is mind-boggling. So we're supposed to feel ashamed for something we didn't even do. It's mind-boggling. So here's a, a an article. <clears throat> and this article is from, let's see, WashingtonTimes.com. And this was put out. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I just want to read a portion of it uh, to you so you understand this. When was this pu published? Oh, April 18th, 2022. So uh, what is this? June, yeah. So about uh, a year ago, a little over a year ago. <coughs> so a little over a year ago, this is what it says. Report, more universities holding segregated graduation events. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, let me read that again. Because remember, we were in the era, actually we're supposed to be past the era of segregation. 
Remember back in the, I don't know, 40s, 50s, 60s, it really came to a head up in the 60s about the segregation, you know, like um, uh, white people can ride in the nicer seats on the bus, black people had to go to the back of the bus, there was uh, white drinking fountains and black drinking fountains, white bathrooms and black uh, bathrooms, all this nonsense of segregation, you know, where they wouldn't even let black people buy homes and such in white neighborhoods and things of that nature because they d- they wanted to keep everybody separated. Okay, people like Martin Luther King uh, fought against this, and I thought won. I thought he won. I thought you know all the work that he had done and people like him really made some huge inroads into the culture and society against all this segre- segregation, that we were all, let me use this word again, included in, in the American dream. And if you happen to take the bus, I don't like riding the bus too much, but if I happen to take the bus, that I can sit anywhere on that bus that's not already taken. And if a, somebody that doesn't share my particular race or skin color jumped on that bus, they can sit on whatever seat was not already taken. Front of the bus, back of the bus, wherever. I thought that's what we got to in America, ladies and gentlemen. I thought that's what we fought for. Okay, I won't even take credit for it. So leave me out of that we. I thought that's what people such as MLK, Martin Luther King Jr., fought for and won. I thought I thought that was a winning thing. But now in 2022, and it actually it, it sparked my memory because just recently there was another college, very liberal college, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that had a segregated black-only graduation event. So let me read a little bit of this. Again, more universities holding segregated graduation events. Oh, and this is by Sean Salai, S-A-L-A-I, The Washington Times, again, Monday, April 18th, 2022. And he writes, universities are increasingly offering graduation events focused on participants' identities and segregated by race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, and even income, according to a report by a conservative education publication. Campus Reform, which is published by the Leadership Institute of Arlington, Virginia, reported last week that more than three dozen colleges and universities are holding graduation events this summer to recognize groups based upon race, gender, and sexual orientation. Columbia University, Harvard University, Ohio State University, Illinois State University, and the University of Texas at Austin are among those offering special ceremonies for black graduates. Yale University, Dartmouth uh, College, University of Michigan will hold special ceremonies for Asian and American Indian graduates. Other schools are hosting special graduations to recognize the LGBTQ first-generation immigrants women and low-income students. And actually, that's the whole article. That's strange. That was a very short article. I guess they just got to the point. Washington Times gets right to the point. But think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Where is the diversity if they're all segregated? Where's the equity, you know, freedom from bias and favoritism? Where's the inclusion if the only people being included all share the same skin color or the same sexual orientation or the same socioeconomic um, whatever group, where's the state of being included? Because what if I, a handsome, strong, good-looking, young, white man, wanted to graduate or graduated from one of these colleges and said, hey, my buddy 
who doesn't share the same skill and color as me, is graduating the same day I am, I want to stand next to him or be in the same graduation ceremony as he is because he's my buddy and I think we should go through this together. And they look at me and go, "Uh, uh, uh, uh-uh-uh-uh, you can't because of the color of your skin. That is racism. I thought that's what we were getting away from, ladies and gentlemen. So this DEI is failing on every level because it's being pushed and taught when it's not about a um having a variety well let me let me backtrack a a little bit it is about having variety just not white people or if it's a kind of what they might call a minority or marginalized group then they could have their own thing they could be segregated have their own thing and nobody else can be included in it and yet they still think they're upholding the whole DEI agenda. What in God's name is going on here? Okay, equity, freedom from bias and favoritism. So I want to go and be part of that graduation ceremony because my good friend who doesn't share my skin color is graduating the same day in that event. And I want to go be there with him. I can't because there's no real equity. There is bias and favoritism and i'm not the one they favor okay what about inclusion well again i'm not included because of the color of my skin <laughs> you see how this dei nonsense leads to racism it doesn't fix racism it leads to racism so again this is why you know and daniel truett kathy is smart enough to understand this he doesn't care he doesn't care why because he's throwing this out in the hopes in the hopes That people that don't understand this stuff will go, oh, look, Chick-fil-A is including everybody. It's including everybody. I got to go support them and buy their nasty chicken sandwich. Excuse me, sir. What can I do for you today? What can I get started for you today? I'd like to buy the deep fried nasty chicken sandwich because you guys are all into the D-E-I. And I'm all about that. Uh-huh. No, listen, Daniel Truett, Kathy, let me explain something to you. No, especially Christians, and it has nothing to do with color of their skin, white, black, brown, doesn't matter. But especially Christians, Americans, Americans are not as stupid as you think they are. They're not as ignorant as you think they are. And they're not as left-leaning as you think they are. All we wanted was some good chicken. That's it. You should have stuck to just making good chicken. But once you cross that line of hating a group of people or teaching your people in your corporation, your company to hate a certain group of people just because of the color of skin, it doesn't matter the color of the skin, but you've been teaching them and opening the door for a whole group of people based upon the color of their skin to be hated upon, telling us that we should be ashamed and embarrassed. Well, you, sir, should be ashamed and embarrassed. Chick-fil-A should be ashamed and embarrassed. Let me tell you something, sir. You are not about ending racism. You are causing it and you are creating it. You, sir, Mr. Kathy, you are creating a greater divide between every group in America. And there should be no group except one group called America. Americans. Not white Americans, not black Americans. We should not be divided, but you, sir, are responsible for dividing America into different groups and telling one group that we should be ashamed, ashamed of who we are simply because of the color of our skin. You are a chump. You should be embarrassed. Do not 
ever call yourself a Christian again, sir. Do not ever call yourself a Christian because these go, this goes completely against the tenets of Christ. Jesus didn't come to save one group or save a bunch of different groups and keep them a bunch of different groups. As the word of God says, Mr. Kathy, try reading it. When salvation comes to anybody, he brings us all into one body. That's true inclusion. That's true inclusion. And it's not so diverse as you might think. Oh yeah, we have different colors of skin. We come from different places, different countries, different cultures. We have different languages. But once we are in Christ, we are one. So the person standing next to me, if he claims Christ, he may not look like me, may not sound like me, may have a little bit different culture than me. But once in Christ, we are one. And why should I feel ashamed? Why should I be embarrassed? You, sir, should be embarrassed because your ideas and the way you run your company and your corporation are not just non-biblical, but actually anti-biblical. Now go choke on that sandwich, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, I think I've ranted long enough, at least about Chick-fil-A. This is so disappointing because of who this man and his family claim to be. But as a fellow believer and a man of God, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am a an adorn, uh, or adorned. <laughs> well, I am adorned. No, I'm an ordained man of God. I am a doctor. I do have a doctorate. Um, I don't talk about it too much, but I actually do. This is not just coming from somebody who just has a chip on their shoulder. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I have a chip on my shoulder, but there's a good reason why. It's because people like this Kathy Truitt, Truitt Kathy, he's trying to represent the body of Christ, Christ and the body of Christ. And he doesn't represent me and he doesn't represent he doesn't represent the word of God. And he's doing a horrible job at representing Christ. He's dividing people when in Christ, Jesus makes us one. And this guy is dividing us and then lying about it with this false, failed agenda that's being pushed in his corporation. All he wants is your money. He doesn't care about you, ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't care about you. He wants your money. Do some research on this. Do some research about some of the um, groups and organizations the charities, they took monies that they were giving to some good charities and now are putting it over here to this DEI nonsense garbage charities. Yeah, go look it up, ladies and gentlemen. This guy doesn't care about you and me. He doesn't really care about America, doesn't care about the American fabric, doesn't care about who we are as a people. He cares about his bottom line. And in his mind, I'm sure he believes this is going to make him some money with all the people who don't understand this. That's why I'm talking about it. That's why I'm bringing it to you. It's my hope and my prayer that this man repents, <clears throat> turns from this wickedness, stands on the international stage and says, I'm sorry, I should never have done this. I'm getting rid of it and I'm going to scrub clean this corporation and we're going to get back to two things, Christ and just making chicken. That's it. That's it. That's it. And until then, I will not touch another Chick-fil-A sandwich until this man repents and shows he's repentant by scrubbing clean his entire organization of this filth and this garbage. The DEI agenda is the agenda of perverts and racists. You aren't a part of it, are you? Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers. I truly appreciate you. You can write me at GWCCRobert 
at gmail.com. That's GWCCRobert at gmail.com. Please let me know how I'm doing. Remember to pick up some of our merchandise. You can find the link at GWCCLancaster.org. That's GWCCLancaster.org. Until next time, be continually blessed.